welcome to the Probably Not Legit podcast. One week late. Yes, that's my fault. Yeah, can you explain? Well, I've been fairly busy with my masters and working, and I feel like last weekend I had, I had like a mini meltdown. I guess you could say. May, or I guess maybe you wouldn't say it was mini. For I, I guess in retrospect, I would call it like a mini meltdown, or not a breakdown, not a complete breakdown, like a mini meltdown. Uh, I guess I was feeling pretty stressed on the weekend, and on Saturday, I think you you had gone out to hang out with a friend, and I was basically studying all day, pretty intensely. And even then, I had only just finished my readings, and I still had other work to do. So on Sunday, I was kind of starting to freak out because I felt like I had a lot of work to finish, and I felt like I wasn't going to be able to finish it. So then, you were basically like, "Let's just—we didn't even talk about doing the podcast." I felt like on the weekend because. I was feeling so stressed, and then finally I was just like, finish my work, and then I'm like, "Yo, I need to, I need to chill." And then I went out and I I bought like one of those disposable vape pen, and then had some drank and just chilled. And then Monday, Tuesday, again I was busy, kind of approaching like mini meltdown. Um, and then, and then by Wednesday it was just like you were like, yeah, let's just not do it this week. So we didn't, we just didn't do it this week. I don't know. I guess I've just, I, I also was feeling since, I don't know, kind of a little bit depressed for no specific reason or any. Like anything that I can like pinpoint, other than just the various factors of lockdown, online teaching. Even though we're not really in lockdown, it's like we can still go out and stuff. Yeah, we can still go out, do things, go to friends' place. Basically, we are okay to do many things, as long as we don't go to those lockdown area. So everything that Zachary's suffering is in his head. Yeah, I mean it is. It is in my head. I mean, there's also the stress of the fact that I haven't, I haven't seen my family in like five years, and it's, it's definitely pressure. I feel because my parents are getting older, and every day I wonder like, what happens if they die, and then like I don't get a chance to see them. Yeah, then you I, know what I keep telling you, you can go back to visit your parents, and then you just need to quarantine when you come come back. Yeah, but my job, I wouldn't. I would. I would get fired from my job if I did that, and then I would lose my status in China, and then I wouldn't be able to come back into China. <laughs> so you see, like the the kind of yeah, I could go to America, but then I wouldn't be able to come back. That's the problem. So, just have to kind of wait until policy changes, and hopefully, it's not gonna happen anytime soon. 
I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll see. Hopefully it'll change. But yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just part of the problem. And I mean, I guess if my parents do get really sick and they are going to die, I had spoken to the school before I signed my contract. And I'm like, look, if this situation happens, I'm going to need to like go back to US. And they were like, yeah, that would, we can arrange, like that can be arranged. But still, it's something that it's on my head, I guess. And I don't know. I think about it sometimes. Yeah. Why do you just go jump into that your parents going to die? Because you keep telling me <laughs> your dad is very healthy and your mom just like overcame a severe situation. Like it's looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, if you think that then I'm going to die, you don't know. Right. Yeah, I guess. Kitty cat's gonna die. Well, yeah, that's for that's for sure. Kitty cats are gonna die. Before and we're us. gonna die for sure too. Yeah, I know, but I guess it's just. I mean, this is this is one of the issues with like talking about depression and things, and this is why I think people. They hire therapists because therapists are non-judgmental and it's like a safe kind of environment, right? And it's really hard for people to talk about these things because I feel if you talk about it with most people, most people are going to have some kind of judgment. Like me. Like you, yeah. Or you're going to, you're going to, there's going to be a judgment and there's going to be like, and then me by being judged based on this, I'm going to feel even worse and even more depressed. So it's easier just to generally not talk about it, which, which doesn't help any, anything, you know, it just makes it worse. So, yeah. And I guess that's why people don't talk about it. They just keep these things inside because it's better. It's not better. It's just easier not to, it's easier to just be, quiet like suffering silently because if you do talk about it 90 percent of the time i feel it's not gonna help unless it's with the right person who's actually gonna listen and not judge which unfortunately don't exist most people don't do that <clears throat> okay which is kind of sad honestly so you've experienced depression i think everyone like your whole has life? No, but even though someone experienced depression, we have a kind of a mechanism in our body and our mind that could soothe it uh, through a variety of activities or I don't know, like if I was depressed, I cried it out, I talk about it and then it's passed and I don't think about it anymore. So it's like a very short period of time. But like you, you said, you have these ideas, the thoughts in your head, you don't express it and then it accumulates and then you, you come to like a breakdown. Yeah. So you have problem controlling, like your system is broken, the, the system that <laughs> hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the system is broken, sure. Um, I guess it's just the, I have the, I have the tendency to like hold on to things 
It's not easy for me to let go. And yeah, I mean, I've, I've always had a, I feel like I've always had this tendency towards melancholy, mm. towards a certain like you're bit, sad. You feel bitter? But not necessarily bitter, but just generally, as long as I can remember, there was always this idea, this, um, I don't know, a lot of different feelings. For example, I, I can remember the first time I felt this kind of nostalgic feeling for the past. And I must have been in like fourth or fifth grade. And I remember thinking, oh, time is passing. Things are getting like last year was good. Things aren't, things are passing. Like I, and I remember feeling this like nostalgic feeling as a kid, even for, for like the fourth grade moving on, like going into fifth grade and thinking, oh, fourth grade is over. I feel sad now. And I want that time back. And then later on in high school thinking happiness doesn't really exist. Happiness is like a bullshit thing because it just passes and it's not real. It's no, there's no substance to it. And the idea of happiness was so far from anything. And so like not even a reality that I had experienced that often that I could that I could feel yeah so but I mean the the reality is I mean the past several years have been probably some of the like the best most content like I've been like more happy in these last few years than I can remember ever and like my previous 30 odd years of living aside from a few like pretty like amazing experiences that were short and brief but I mean as a whole that's why maybe I'm not used to dealing with sadness these days like in my I felt like before it was just my entire existence like when I was in Canada and Certain times in my parents' house just felt like sadness or being like a, a certain kind of negative frame of mind was the norm that I was so used to it. It was just the normal way of living that now it's not. Now it's like something foreign. So when it comes, it's kind of like, hard to recognize not hard to recognize but it uh it just feels different because i'm not used to it i guess but yeah i think it's just a and maybe because i hadn't i haven't seen my therapist for a while i think that that was really helpful gave me a chance to express these things in a in in a safe environment like free of like free of that judgment and free of just a very like a very safe space basically where there's just like unconditional support 
so maybe that would be probably something I should, I think could help bring me back to a like better balance. Because I feel that I'm exercising, like eating relatively well, playing my drum, uh, like overall pretty healthy. So there, there really aren't other factors except just the like teaching online and just the stress from like studies and building up things in my head. And something you said, I mean, kind of I thought was interesting. Uh, you were basically saying like, why do you have to do like so well? Why do you have to like care so much? What, what happens if you fail? And yeah, I mean, obviously that's something that it's like, well, what would be the worst thing? It's well, wouldn't be wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, it would be a major setback. Obviously, it's not going to end my life. But and it made me just think of well, not not like how do I say it? It's not obviously I'm going to try hard, but maybe I should just take like a step back in terms of, yeah, just be satisfied enough with whatever paper I'm doing. Maybe it doesn't have to be perfect, you know? And I feel like in the in the fall semester, I ended up, I got pretty good at this where I recognized the my, my own limitations and I didn't, I didn't care about things necessarily being like perfect, I feel. Um, and I need to just recognize that again, where it's, you know, this paper, can it be better? Sure. Am I gonna put the extra hours into making it better? No, because I'd rather do something else, you know? And I think that that's a really important lesson where sometimes, even with work as well, it's like, you know what? Am I going to spend so many hours grading this kid's papers? Or am I just going to be like, you know, this is enough time on that because I'm not going to spend so many hours on it because I have my own other things to do, you know, and I have to find that balance between these things. The only thing, the thing that would help the most is just to be supportive and understanding and not judging. That's the, the most help. Because at the end of the day, I do know that it's not logical. Like, that's the thing. Emotions are not logical. Um like feeling feelings of, of depression or anxiety, a lot of times it's not logical. Like there's no, you can't pinpoint a reason for it. Like in, in a normal, in a normal, like quote unquote rational person or someone looking from the outside in, it's like, oh, you're anxious for this reason. Oh, because of this thing. 
okay, well, this is the cause and this is the effect and this is the reason. There's a, you can pinpoint like a, a logical process or step, right? Or if someone is sad, it's like, oh, well, this person is, is away or there's a reason. There's something you can kind of pinpoint, right? But anything, sometimes things are just, you can't necessarily pinpoint like any one singular thing. It's just, it just is that way. And you can't necessarily say it's because of this or it's because of that. That's why it's so hard for people to talk about issues of emotions or if there's, especially if there's no logical thing because people don't understand it or they think, well, there's something wrong with this person. Why are they sad? They don't have any reason to be sad, right? Like you hear about these like celebrities who suffer from depression or anxiety and they're like, why is this person sad? They have everything, right? Like the, the chef, Anthony Bourdain, he had people were like, it's like, this is the most amazing job in the world. You can like travel around the world and just eat food. Like what, what's the deal? You know, like why, why would this person feel sad ever? You know, because it doesn't make sense. Like when you think about it from like someone else from the outside looking in, there's, there's no logical explanation because you're not that person. You're not the person who's feeling it. So you don't understand it, right? That's what I'm saying. The only thing, the thing like people can be is just to be there and listen without judging. So they can understand because the reality is that's all that person really needs most of the time, just someone who can listen. And then they can work it out usually I mean, some cases, yeah, people need medication and so on. Other times, I feel like for me, it's like I can, it, it, these things become manifest to my own mind on their own. Generally, after a period or my mood just changes, it just kind of levels out, you know, it's just like a normal up and down kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean... It's not any kind of extreme uh, emotional things. It's just, I feel like the course of normal life comes with normal like ups and downs of feelings and so on and so forth, you know? I don't know. I mean, does that make any sense? Yeah, when you were talking and I was thinking, I feel like for from my perspective, a person's state or like a normal state, if we compare it to like a like horizontal line, it's normally you don't have a lot of emotion, right? You're normal. And then something happened, you get happier and then goes up, which you said is the up and downs and something happened, it goes down, it's the down. I feel like it's normal. So the highs makes up for the, the low, the lows make up with the high. And then eventually it's just like a stable kind of uh, line, yeah. right? So I feel like it's normal because I experienced up and downs. And then I had a, a, a longer period of time after I lost my job, I feel so depressed. It was a couple months. 
uh, and then I come back to normal. So I feel like it's normal. But the thing I don't understand about you, Zach, is I feel like you're always kind of in the low. Like that's the that's your normal. The always the low is the normal, and then sometimes we have some happy times, kind of like. So that's why it's so like it, to me it feels so different is because. If if someone is always in the low, the high is so high, and you don't get go back to normal, you go back to the low. So it's, the contrast is too strong. Yeah, I mean, I and I and I and I can. I guess I see what you're saying, and I feel that it's it's true. And I recognize the reasons for these for that. Usually, I just I think too much. I overanalyze things. Can't really, or I'm so self-critical of like I'm so critical of myself. Always like falling short of what I would like to do or achieve in my own head. So there's always a kind of feeling of. Lacking, like I'm, I'm, I'm not doing good enough, or I'm, I'm like something is lacking. So that, that's the main, I think, source of this, being on the low side. And, so I can, I can recognize that. Yeah, but I think that that that's part of the. And that was part of the thing that I was working through with when I was seeing the therapist is more like, well, how can you just be like not in your head so much or um, just to be more like less, just to be less serious, just more playful or um, those are the two main things I feel like. Not I feel in like the head so much and it's really hard. It's your personality. It's like the person you become over so many years. It's just really hard to change. Someone they're just playful like they are, but then they don't have depth. Some people are very deep, but then they can be not playful. I don't think it's a problem. You don't have to change your personality. I think. I mean, it's not about changing my personality. I feel like it's about giving some. Opening a door to allow some varying tendencies towards these other things, and it's interesting what you just said. Yeah, someone might have more depth, and they're more serious, but it doesn't mean they're always serious, right? No. Like I feel, for me, maybe I'm too serious most of the time, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not serious all the time. But I think you would probably agree that I'm too serious, maybe too much, like a lot of the time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I can notice small things. Sometimes I ask you to do some silly things with me, and you don't want to do it, and I have to force you, like to play charades with me, like a silly thing, or like watch like some something silly, and then. Even though you're not interested, but you would just pretend to watch it with me, like forcing yourself to, you know, do the silly things with me. I feel like. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I guess that's. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's not... I'm not really sure how to activate that silly side. Like, I can feel it. I can feel I can activate it sometimes like teaching with the kids in terms of being less serious with them in that environment and being like more playful and just kind of joking or something. I'm not, I'm not quite sure how to like flip that switch, I guess. But it's okay because you accept me. <laughs> yeah. Because is... I can be crazy and silly around you and then you wouldn't judge me for that. Even though sometimes you don't want to uh, like work with me like in that aspect but then you'll be like watching and listening and then think it's funny right yeah because <laughs> it's just you being you and i can totally appreciate that and i love that you don't like you don't care you're just doing your thing that's the thing that i love about it because you're just like i'm just i'm just being me you know so and you are just being you. So I don't know if I can accept someone like me, like two <laughs> Elia living together. I think the life is going to be too crazy. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. Two Zachary living together is also crazy. It's also crazy. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so overall, it's just feel like lack of communication. <laughs> it's feel like today we sit here and then you talk about your feeling. I talk about my feeling. I judge you, you judge me. And then after we were like, but I we don't, could have fixed that. I feel like I, I don't know. I don't judge. I don't want there to be a judging. It's normal to judge. Like, but it's not. You just I don't, look at this cop. You think it's ugly. It's judging, you know. I know, but then there's there should be there should be a certain amount of non-judging. We have a lot of non-judging. I don't judge your clothing. I mean, but it, I don't care about clothing. Like, I don't care if you judge my clothing I or care, not. I care, but I don't judge. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like, the thing that I care about is I, I, I hope I can feel safe expressing my feelings to you. Do you I feel safe? I don't know. At this, no, not right now. I mean, I feel like I, I'm, we were able to talk about it in this, like, medium but I felt like when I was talking about it earlier this week, I felt like there was a certain amount of judging happening. Yeah, that was true. Right? Because I couldn't understand. It just, uh, what was the incident? I, I basically told you, I'm like, look, I'm just feeling a little bit depressed. And you're like, and you were, you were like, what? I was... It yeah, was I like guess a, I couldn't understand ago, why you were. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't understand why you were depressed. Because I, at that time, I felt like you were depressed because of working and studying at the same time, and you were always staying inside and not being able to like explore and then do things or relax. That's what I thought. But then I guess it's not the reason because you said you can't pinpoint what was the reason making you upset. So I was trying to find out, like, what was causing that. And then I was trying to be like, if you think doing two things too much, then why don't you just cut cut down the workload? Like my simple mind is like, hey, I have 100% of things to do. I feel depressed. Then my mind is like, why don't you just do 80%? Then you have 20% time to relax or even 70% work and 30% to relax. You think you're staying inside too much, then why don't you stay outside? Do your work outside. See, my mind is very simple because I was just right, come to like, oh, this is just like too much work. 
uh, how do you not feel depressed? Is don't do too much work, you know? Yeah, but again, that's the thing. Like, and I and I understand maybe your mind was looking for solutions, but then at the same time, I felt that there was a certain amount of like judging and not listening. I think you overread that. Maybe I. That's probably part. Like I said, that's part of the issue. Like me overanalyzing everything. So I feel like in the future, if I wanted to maybe comfort Zach or provide solution, I have to put on my cute voice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Because I feel like that's make that that's like safe to you. Instead of be like instead of talking in this like serious voice, be like, why don't you just go outside? If I say. Honey, if you're tired, you want to go outside. <laughs> Do you feel judged? No, but then I want you. I still. I want you to be like you, like authentic. I don't want you to be putting on like a show or something. But that's that's you too. You'd be like la. That's you la. So that's when I. I sometimes I feel, especially I guess the very beginning when Zachary tried to be Zach, because before that when we were like. And like I don't know the honeymoon period. Zachary is always like very sweet, and that the voice is like honey da 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 da. And then somehow someday Zachary changed like in the in the middle of like <laughs> cute Zach and normal Zach. I couldn't adapt to the normal Zach because I feel like you're angry, like in your own voice, like you sounded angry, like honey and to honey. Can I just? So I feel like the other one is sounded angry, you know, because I was so used to the first one. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I think that that's also part of the part of the communication is like how are we communicating? Because I, I I do feel like we do we do fool around a lot in those kind of funny voices. So maybe when I am being Using my more serious voice, you think like, "Huh, what's with this serious voice now?" But I mean, I'm using my serious voice now, right? Yeah, but I'm used to it because uh, you you've given me a long time to get used to it. <laughs> you mean like the last like thirty minutes? No, the last two years or oh. something. Yeah, because I feel like the beginning you use more of the cute voice. Oh, okay. And then you gradually kind of mix the cute and the normal, and then now is more normal than the cute one. Yeah. So. Doesn't mean you don't love me. <laughs> <laughs> Your love towards me has declined. The proportion has uh, shrinked. No, I mean I would say it's 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 grown deeper, but it's still it's just a. I mean, the thing about I think any relationship is it's 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 people. People change over time, and because when people change over time, the relationship has to change as well. And I feel like, at least from my side, I feel like the the emotions are are, are deeper. Like, and our the longer we're together, I feel a, a, a deepening, I guess, and. I don't know. That's the that's the only way I f I know how to describe it right now.、Mm -hmm. Can't be more nuanced than that. Cool.、Um, all right. So I guess that that'll be all for this one. Yeah.、Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to this non-themed 
rant of mine about <laughs> just normal life. Yeah. And uh, see you next time. Hear you next time. Subscribe. Bye. Bye.